Welcome to America's National Parks podcast. I'm Abby Epperson coming to you from Ure, Colorado. And each month we set aside one episode to share with you the latest news and happenings in our nation's treasures. The White House has announced its nomination of Charles F. Chuck Sams III as director of the National Park Service. Sams has worked in state and tribal governments and the nonprofit natural resource and conservation management fields for more than 25 years. He currently serves as a council member to the Northwest Power and Conservation Council, appointed by Oregon Governor Kate Brown. He's had roles as the president, chief executive officer of the Indian Country Conservancy, national director of the Tribal Native Lands Program for the Trust for Public Land, president, chief executive officer for the Earth Conservation Corps, and more. Chuck holds a bachelor's of science degree in business administration from Concordia University, Portland, and a master of legal studies in indigenous people's law from the University of Oklahoma. He is a veteran of the U.S. Navy. If confirmed by the Senate, Sam's will be the first Native American to head the National Park Service. In Lassen Volcanic National Park, the Dixie Fire has now consumed over 63,000 of the park's 106,000 plus acres. The park closed August 5th after the fire entered the park's southeast corner near the Juniper Lake. According to park officials, no opening date has been set as the detailed task of assessing damage to trails and other resources is currently on hold as personnel is solely focused on fighting the fire still raging in the park. Park officials even went as far as to say some locations could be closed until summer 2022 or beyond. According to Cal Fire, the Dixie Fire, which has been burning in California since July 13th, has currently burned over 880,000 acres and is 55% contained. On August 18th, a Connecticut woman was sentenced to seven days in jail for going off trail and walking on a thermal area in Yellowstone National Park. The 26-year-old was ordered to pay a $1,000 fine, $40 in fees, and a $1,000 community service payment to the Yellowstone Forever Geological Resource Fund. Speaking of Yellowstone, the park recorded its highest number of July visitors ever, breaking over 1 million. The visitation number also marks the first time Yellowstone has seen over a million visitors in a single month. So far, the park has hosted over 2,600,000 visits, up 16% from 2019. According to the park superintendent, Yellowstone is on track to break an overall visitation record by year's end. Joshua Tree National Park is making a change that follows a trend that a lot of public campgrounds are latching onto. Reserved campgrounds will only be able to be booked online at recreation.gov, even for day of arrivals. There will be no option to pay a human upon arrival at reserved campgrounds. On the other hand, Joshua Tree's first come first served campgrounds will ditch the pay box dubbed Iron Rangers and a human ranger will walk around collecting fees. On Saturday, August 28th, National Park Service volunteer Sal Lilenthal completed a 680-mile revolutionary ride at the Yorktown Victory Monument, becoming the first person to complete a full ride of the Washington Rochambeau Revolutionary Route National Historic Trail. Biking the trail was no simple feat. The route includes the land and water corridors that follow routes taken by American and French armies under the commands of General Washington and Comte de Rochambeau to and from the siege of Yorktown. The trail traverses nine states and the District of Columbia. 
Though the trail is 680 miles in length, his actual journey took him on a distance of over 800 miles. He also kayaked to commemorate the water crossing of French and Continental troops. On the day Sal departed Newport, his support van experienced a mechanical breakdown and his team had to revert to a rental truck. Then the rental truck, containing virtually everything needed to complete the trip, was stolen from a hotel parking lot. When most would have taken that as a sign to give up, Sal took it as a challenge, bought a new bicycle, rented another car, and got back on the road. A car chase that began in St. George, Utah, ended up in a crash right in the middle of Zion Canyon. Washington County Sheriff deputies pursued a suspect who was setting fires in dumpsters at LDS churches. The suspect was pursued from St. George into Zion National Park, where he crashed at the Canyon Junction Bridge and was taken into custody. The crash itself started a fire that had to be put out by the Hurricane Utah Fire Department's brush truck. Public meetings have been scheduled to discuss vehicle congestion at Arches National Park, which regularly closes two new entrances by late morning due to full parking lots. The park will be implementing a timed entry pilot program in the spring of 2022. A 55-year-old man from Indiana has recovered after a bear attack in Denali National Park and Preserve. While hiking alone through dense fog, a grizzly with two cubs charged at him from the bushes. He was able to deploy bear spray, but only after the bear had knocked him down. After the attack, he walked a mile and a half until he met a park bus where the driver called an ambulance while medical professionals who were vacationing in the park administered first aid for puncture wounds to his calf, left rib, and left shoulder. Earlier this year, we reported on a family of wolverines caught on trail cams at Mount Rainier National Park. Now a second litter of wolverine offspring called Kits has been born in the park. This is only the third wolverine family documented in Washington's South Cascades in a century and the second family documented in Mount Rainier National Park. Wolverines are native to Washington's Cascade Range, but are believed to have been extirpated by the 1920s, most likely due to unregulated trapping, shooting and poisoning. Surveys by a collaborative group of researchers for more than 20 years have documented wolverines reoccupying their former habitat throughout the Cascades as they move back down from Canada. According to a recent study published in Ecological Solutions and Evidence, as people sheltered in place during the initial stage of the COVID-19 pandemic in the spring of 2020, mountain lions in the Santa Monica Mountains and surrounding areas in greater Los Angeles used smaller areas and moved shorter distances. Speculation from the media and public helped fuel the perception that wildlife expanded their home ranges and were reclaiming cities as people sheltered in place. Mountain lions, however, did the opposite. Biologists from the University of Nebraska, the National Park Service, and Virginia Tech conducted the study by investigating the behaviors and movements of 12 GPS-collared mountain lions from January to June 2020. They also evaluated whether mountain lions crossed freeways and other major roads with reduced traffic during the COVID-19 shutdown. The biologists concluded that the animals are able to move more efficiently when there is less need to avoid humans. Despite substantially reduced traffic volume on LA area roadways during the spring of 2020, the study found no evidence that mountain lions crossed roads more frequently. The barrier effect of roads apparently doesn't just disappear with fewer cars.
Finally, sister parks Waterton Lakes in Canada and Glacier in the U.S. have together received full certification as International Dark Sky Parks after meeting the International Dark Sky Association outdoor lighting requirements. The parks have installed dark sky friendly lighting while ensuring lighting used is necessary for public safety. Dark Sky Park certification helps raise awareness about light pollution and highlights how Waterton Glacier International Dark Sky Park is reducing the impacts of outdoor lighting, which are detrimental to all sorts of wildlife activities, including migration. It also provides opportunities for visitors to experience the night sky at its best in both parks. That's it for this month's news from the parks. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We'll see you next month. Take care.